What's up, everybody? I am Kay Marie. I am Lou. I'm Mary. And we are Murked in the Midwest. Two best friends, one with an unborn baby and one with a hidden motive. And an ugly-ass ponytail. So guess where today's episode is coming to you from? Chicago? No. East St. Louis. Yes. Ooh, it's ratchet over there. (laughs) So it's coming from East St. Louis, Illinois, not St. Louis, in Illinois. No Right across the border. Right, yes. yeah, they like Next it's like close cousins. It's like it's almost like, like what's that that Memphis in um like Arkansas like that? Oh no, those are pretty close. Yeah, too. Memphis, mm-hmm. Arcana, something like that. Oh, some shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly yeah. that. But okay, so it involves Tiffany Hall and Jamila Tunstall. They both are from East St. Louis, Illinois. Um, Tiffany Hall was born March twenty third, nineteen eighty two. Jamila was born in February of 1983. The date is actually unclear. Her children also, Damon Tunstall, age seven, Ivan Tunstall Collins, age two, and Janella Tunstall, age one. So, Jamila and Tiffany Hall, they actually met as they started kindergarten. Um, as uh, K.R.E. mentioned, they grew up in Saint, East St. Louis, Illinois. And so they became best friends, and you know their families was close. Um, over the years, they remained close, and this was how it was up until 2006. So, shortly after starting school, they became best friends, and um, they got to the point where Jamela, she grew up in foster care, um, but she became friends with Tiffany. She trusted Tiffany, you know, okay. despite her trust issues. Like, they were like, hey, you my girl. So, Jamela was 16 years old when she gave first. Uh, gave birth to her first child, which was Damon. Okay. Um, she had another son, Ivan, in 2003, and then she had a daughter, Janella, in 2004. Um, now, in 2005, she did temporarily lose custody of her children, and she was faced with a domestic battery charge, and this was for whooping her oldest son with a belt and an extension cord. So, I mean, now... now I day growing up, you got extension cord, belt, all of that stuff. It was common. Not saying it's right, but it was common. I will say switches were what we got. We yes, got belts too. and switches. Yes, yes. So, but the good thing was that you know she completed the parenting classes and she worked hard to get her kids back. The charges were dropped and um, she was granted custody of her children. I'm sure it was really hard for her to being such a young mom yeah. and not really having a lot of guidance clearly yeah, yeah, since exactly. she was growing up in the system and stuff. Not like having this big family of yeah. support. So, but she did get her kids back. Um, she had got a vehicle. She was about to start um, some college classes. Okay. She was interested in like photography, but she had to put that all all on hold because she found out she was expecting her fourth child. Oh, honey, learn birth control. Get Ooh. some. So this was mm. early 2006. <laughs> she was she found out she was expecting her fourth child. Now, Tiffany, she also had some struggles as a young adult. Um, so her mom says that at one point, Tiffany said bye to the kitchen. A little pyromaniac. Um, pretty much. Like, she's like, she was so rebellious. She set my kitchen 
on fire. Like, like no, wait a minute, she did it on purpose? Or she was did it on purpose. Oh, shit, hell no. Like, that's now, a, that's the one that's, who needs the damn extension cord. That's a little Whoop bit that past, ass. Uh, Come on now. rebellious. I was Joan of Arc in my former life. At age 14, Tiffany was actually sent to juvenile corrections facility Where she on battery chargers. Um, and that was because she kicked her mother. See, I could never. No, you, do you I see why no I said legs. she needed a whooping? Now that one needed a whooping. The I, other child might not. I mean, she would look fast, but she wouldn't have sent people on fire, <laughs> kicking a mama. Come on now. I, I could never. Would I you would, be? You I wouldn't would be, be here to talk day. about it. I wouldn't she be here today talking about it. You wouldn't be sitting around with no ugly ass ponytail, just sitting on top of your head, Ooh. looking crazy. So <laughs> it gets worse. So after that, she dropped out of school before junior high. Um, but her and Jamila still stayed best friends. Um, she also became a mother at 16 years old. She gave birth to a daughter, and then the year after that, she had another daughter. In 1999, when her second daughter was just two months old. Tiffany came home carrying this limp baby in her arms. And her mother like was like, what the hell? And called 911. Like, and so the baby was transferred to the hospital. Um, and it was determined that the child had been abused and faced long-term disabilities as a result of her injuries. She should have went her ass to jail right then right and then. then Stay there. Right then and there. So they did take Tiffany's kids. Um, and she was As they should have. Yep, and they filed an abuse suit against her. Mm-hmm. However, Charges were never filed by the state's attorney. Absolutely absurd. And so they continued to work with Tiffany and ruled in 2002 that Tiffany was no longer a danger to her daughters and they gave her kids back. Hold on. Had to choose when you're not a fucking danger to children. How about, have y'all seen that little boy in the car seat? He like, a bullshit. (laughs) A bullshit. Because that's some bullshit. You can't, you give your kid a permanent disability and they're like, oh, well, you know, she's not that dangerous. Let's get a kid back and see what happens. But then we got situations like Samantha where who was a good mom and was trying to get herself together actually i know somebody that knows her and everything what we saw in the media or heard was not actually (gasps) like i'm not gonna say it wasn't true no but it was it was literally a half truth if you will no really um no disrespect to the dead nothing like that but i'm just saying um so we're talking about our previous episode with geraldine the cuckoo that's what we're talking about yeah Um, i'm specifically speaking on the fact that you know samantha's kid was apparently taken because of a domestic violence case because police came and saw that there was some form of in the house Mm -hmm. and so they took her son and hell it was she never got him back but here it is, somebody beat their kid to the point of, of disability. Come on, now. right? Back. And the thing that kills me with this is anytime law enforcement or DCS or anybody's involved, it's almost like they have parameters of what makes you not a, a threat to Come children. Come on, now. parameters. Permanent and, disability should be a parameter. That but, should be a big red but light. They're like, oh, it's okay now. Everything's good. You know, oh, she probably God. just needed a hug and a nap. And you can go back to your abusive ass parent. You needed a Snickers bar because you were hungry. The baby was only two months old. And when she gave the baby a permanent disability, stop. 
Right. And that's mm-hmm. what kills me. Like they just the, the like law enforcement, any any government officials that has anything to do with DCS, not all, but just a select few. It's almost like they just give you a t- like a cool off period and then decide that everything is all hunky dory. That's crazy. Well, whatever. She got her kids back. Woo. Oh, okay. Um, that same year she was charged with possession of a stolen credit card. Oh, fantastic. She's a, a fraud fraud person, too. Yes. Looking yes. like a steel do fraud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, by September of 2006, Jamela was seven months pregnant with her daughter, and Tiffany had also announced the pregnancy to her family. They were, like, best friends that did, like, a pregnancy pack or something. Yeah. Huh, okay. Like, you have a kid, I That's have some a kid. weird you shit to kid, me. You have a kid, I have a kid. And so, um, she announced her pregnancy. And we'll see... What happens from there on? Because it gets interesting. Matter of fact, before we even get deep into this, it is extremely like we're just going to give you a trigger warning that, of course, this involves minors and this involves some really graphic detail. Really. So So if you feel like you can't listen to this, we're just letting you know to stop right now. Because it, 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 this is one that um it was definitely hard uh doing the research on this one because it it hit it, it hit hard. So we just wanted to give that warning to you guys so you have fair warning and a heads up. Um but so on Friday, September 15th, Tiffany Hall called 911 and reported she had given birth to a stillborn baby. She and the deceased baby girl were taken to the hospital um and so Tiffany refused to be examined, but she told authorities that she had been sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And that's what caused and, the birth. Yep, and that's what caused the birth. So the special victims units and stuff were, you know, they called, they were called in to investigate. And the baby's cause of death was unclear. Um, so, you know, they're like, and they also thought it was strange that she wasn't wanting to get um you know, checked out or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They said she was kind of calm for what she was explaining. But, you know, you could chuck it up to shock, whatever. So then um, it was Thursday the 21st that they held a baby or held a funeral for the baby. That she baby. also called her boyfriend back from the military. Yes, he was in active duty. Yep, he was in active duty. He came home on emergency leave to attend the funeral. Um, and they had named the baby Taylor. However, though, things got a little strange when uh, Tiffany was like, hey, babe, you back from the military. Thank you for stopping everything that you're doing to come, to come back here. Mm-hmm. Sorry I for have... protecting and serving the country, but I needed you more. I need you. I need to tell you something. She's like, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. What's up? She says, this ain't your baby. Um, she told him she had messed her, right? Yeah, she tells him. I actually miscarried your baby. This ain't your baby. Um, this is the baby I removed from my cousin's body after killing her. Hey. Okay. So, on September 15th, um, Jamila and Tiffany were, you know, doing what best friends do. They hang out or whatever. And, it. you know, and Kicking the whole in. time they thought that, you know, she thought that, hey, I'm just chilling with my best friend today. You know, nothing, nothing spectacular. This is what we do every day. So, I guess, um, 
Tiffany found it in her spirit to take a table leg and start beating Jamila senseless with this leg until she became unconscious. So with that, she had her in the bathtub and she had a pair of scissors and she just decided, hey, I am going to take my best friend's baby. I don't know where she got off with that. Like, what what did you expect? Like, cutting a baby out of someone's stomach. Like, you thought that... She thought she was playing the game of operation. Like, she was real. Because I, I still was, she like, was, when researching this, I was trying to wrap my mind around this. Like, she must have saw that on the Lifetime movie. I'm not going to lie, I've seen that somewhere. It's like, it's the weirdest thing to me. And so, it's beyond, and especially when it's your friend. That's the person you love or allegedly loved or cared about. And you can Y'all just mute and you can mutilate them. And the thing was, she still wasn't, the girl wasn't dead. She was just unconscious. Right. So she had her left in the bathtub after cutting the baby out. And she just took the baby with her, leaving her best friend there. But she was still alive at that point because she ended up bleeding to death. To death. So she didn't die from getting hit with a table leg. She basically died from blood loss over time and sometimes you instantly don't die blood loss you could be dead a couple hours later um so she took the baby and went on about her day um acting like shit was normal and it really wasn't okay so now we are up to the point where we know what happens to Jamila Jamila was attacked by her best friend and her baby was ripped out of her body yeah um we also know that um jamila jamila's baby un uh her stillborn i guess baby was then buried we know mm-hmm. that the boyfriend is been called back from active mm-hmm. duty by the cuckoo yep by tiffany by, by tiffany by, by Pontel. and now we also are to the point where she has told him that she didn't have this baby. This is she not his baby. This this is her cousin's baby. That she killed. Like she made sure to put that in there. She was like, actually, mm-hmm. this is my cousin's baby that I killed. Just wild. And can y'all imagine what he like could you imagine how that conversation must fly, have been? fly on the wall want to see his face because I'm sure he was like, bitch, what? Right. And so he immediately calls 911 and as he should. Yes. But what made her so cozy to think that Oh, I'm a man, she thought she thought she was giving to him good. Baby. (laughs) Now with that ugly ass ponytail, you wouldn't. (laughs) We own this lady ponytail. It's so horrible. Y'all need to look at her ponytail. It's raggedy. So she tells him he calls the police and you know, um police now have started an investigation. They find Tiffany's or they find Jamela's body in a weedy patch. Um, which was near Tiffany's home. Right. So, so she just threw her cousin, supposed to be best friend, just threw her out in the weed patch mm-hmm. on so top of mutilating friend, her, beating her with the leg of a table yep. or whatever. She just just did not give a damn. Yep. And so Tiffany was then taken into custody, and um, that's when you know they, they started were, investigating her. Yeah, like, what is going on? What happened here? The, the mothers are all devastated. They're like, oh my gosh, and they they like. Wait a goddamn minute. Mm-hmm. Where's Jamila's other three children? 
Right. Because she got three other children. They like, where are they? They are nowhere to be found. So we have, nobody has seen, heard about nothing from Damon, Ivan, or Janella since last week. These ain't uh, teenagers or adults. These are These little are kids. Seven years and younger. And two, right. And then a one-year-old, yeah. Like, it ain't like they can just take care of themselves. Right. Ain't nobody heard from them. So... In the investigation, they go to the boyfriend yes. of, of Jamila. So Jamila's boyfriend, who her children were with, they're talking to him. And he's like, well, you know, Tiffany came and picked up the kids. She said, Jamila said, come get yeah. the kids. Guess what day this was? This was on September 18th. Okay. So this is, so, uh, what, three days three after days she didn't after, attack the mom? Yes. Three days after she didn't kill and attack the mom. So timeline for you. She kills Jamila on September 15th. Yep. September 18th, she goes and picks up the kids. Mm -hmm. September 21st, she holds the funeral for the baby, the mm -hmm. unborn, or the unborn infant, yes. And, and then she tells the and boy, she tells, tells the boyfriend, her boyfriend tells her boyfriend that she is took not this, that this is not his baby, that mm -hmm. she took this baby from her best friend and killed her. Mm -hmm. That same day, they find Jamila's body. On a weed patch. Yep. And that's, and that's when they start asking questions about the other three kids. Okay. So on the 22nd, they go back to, they go to Jamila's house. And then Taylor's house. I mean, yeah. Uh, Tiffany's house. And they are checking to see if they can find any clue of where these kids mm -hmm. are. They find nothing. nothing. They find not a thing. So now they're like, okay, we got to go and talk to they go back to Tiffany and they, they, you know, they putting pressure on her. Like the jig is probably, up, boo. Come probably on. telling her all type of stuff like, we know you did it and uh, it's only a matter of time and you're looking at life or death penalty. It needs to be death penalty. This and is Illinois and we have that. Oh, no, he took we, a damn, damn we Quinn. Nope. You know so, what, Quinn? But, so she eventually tells him on the 23rd, she goes, oh, they at the house all right. Mm -hmm. She said, did you check the washer and dryer? Let's play Blue's Clues. Why would anyone check a washer and dryer for, like, it's just the audacity and the cuckoo-ness and her, like, she really is giving a little bit of serial killer And vibes. she did it one by no. one. Right, yes. right. She's giving, like, that lack of uh, empathy and, like, her answers. Oh, um, guess what? This ain't your baby. Your baby was still born. Yes. But and she just guess says what? everything is, like, a matter of fact. Like, it's so weird. And, and it's how you know she literally lacked empathy because if she was giving those kids a bath one by one, guess that same bathtub that she killed her best friend <gasps> yep. in. Stop. Is, I didn't think yep. about yes, that. that's yep. that's it. That's she literally she the bathtub she killed her bad. best friend uh, in is she gave those she, kids a bath, put she, two in a washer mm, and one in the dryer. dryer. Yes. Mm, she mm -hmm. drowned them each one by one and like she even goes on to say that yeah um i told uh two of them it was bath time or one of them it was bath time and then after i gave after i drowned them da, 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 i brought the last one and i said hey it's time for you to take a bath and you got to think like she's she's babysat them many a time so this is a normal, a normal routine, occurrence for them you know even for the seven-year-old he's like okay it's normal for mm -hmm. her to be like come on let's take a bath this is a person that you trust. And their kids. And their kids. This is somebody that you trust. And yeah, she drowned them one by one. 
and I can't. Looking at her pictures just pissed me off. Don't it? Every single one of them made me want to just slap them. And you were so young. You had, like, they they were relatively young when all of this happened. And, like, you literally didn't think about the rest of your natural-born life. Like, I you think really... she thought she was going to get away with it. I think she thought she was going to tell her boyfriend he was going to be just as, like, hollow as she it's was. It's okay, baby. I know you killed, what, what five she... people? Uh, hello? Literally. Now, did she actually tell him that she killed kids too, or she just told him no, about? No, she the, just told him about about the baby Jamila and Jamila. And the baby. Yep. But she just was wild. She, um, she. I feel like I need another word besides wild, but it is just it boggles my mind how you can be so cold. I just like I'm wondering did like the baby dad have like any thought like. Something is telling me not to let my kid, even though she'll say, hey, Jamila told me to pick up the kids today. You know, he probably wasn't thinking nothing more of that. Right. But I wonder at that time, like, did he have some type of, like, his intuition was kind of like, hmm, I don't think I really want to let my kids go today. Like, I wonder, though, like, especially if she was always watching them kids, it was probably a routine for him of her coming to pick up the kids, yeah. too. Because you're not going to just let your kids go with somebody that you aren't accustomed to letting your kids go with. That would be like, there's no way that my brother-in-law just going to turn over the kids to somebody because somebody came up and said, hey, Hey, you know, so come pick them up. Like, Mm -hmm. that ain't happening. That ain't happening. Right. It has to be something that is very normal, something that is normally discussed, something that happens. Um, It just... It's giving like she literally used those opportunities and her normal routines of what people trusted her for, and she used them as a weapon against them. That's fucking sad, really. So we keep talking about like how did she do this? Like how could a person do this? You know, and what was wrong with her and stuff like this? The thing is, is that like this wasn't a spur of the moment thing for her. Mm-mm. This wasn't her and Jamila were hanging out and something went wrong where. She she got upset and decided she was just gonna beat her over the head. Mm-hmm. And she had planned this like a week before she told she told them that a week before the attack, she had bought rubbing alcohol, a sharp object object, and a nasal aspirator. So she had been planning this for at least a week. Man, but what you was know the nasal aspirator. Probably for the baby. See? Because she's gonna cut the baby out, so she knows like when babies are born, they have like a film and, 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 and stuff on, and you got to get that stuff out of them so they can breathe. That crazy psycho bitch. Yep. She was. She was like, I hadn't thought of everything, but you got to think. A week ago, she bought the supplies. You know, she was thinking, thinking about, about it before. Even before she went and bought the supplies. But she, what drove she, her to be like, I want to kill my best friend? I wonder baby. when she actually had that miscarriage. I, you know, there's no confirmation if she actually did or whatever. But like, like you was, say, were I they sure she, she was actually pregnant? I don't know. But my thing is that you had to be plotting on your best friend for, for a, a long time. Yep. To one, build up the audacity. To slice open this person that you've known since kindergarten. That you call mm-hmm. your cousin. That you call your cousin. Okay. Right. You and you, you and that y'all families are close. Y'all know each other, and you watch her kids. You have a relationship not just with her, but with her children and her mama. And her mama, and you able to kill her 
mm-hmm. and her kids. Mm-hmm. And then go on to bury her baby as if it's your baby. Yeah. And throw you out in the weeds. Mm. Yeah, so then the hearing begins. God help us. Um, and Here we go. She was charged. Let me set the scene for the uh, for the trial. <laughs> she in an ugly ass yellow drunk suit. <laughs> she got this ponytail with this scrunchie. I mean, it's an <laughs> ugly ass ponytail, y'all. And I know I keep talking about it. This but just ponytail look is at pissing it. her off, y'all. <laughs> I am is. fucking weak as hell. <laughs> It's just so ugly. It's like, why did you bother putting that in the book? We're gonna have links and pictures in the in the um notes. <laughs> and her face, she looked like she just don't give a shit. That's the other part that pissed me off. It's yeah. like, girl. Mm. On June 9th, 2008, in the St. Clair County Court. Tiffany Hall pled guilty for four counts of murder and one count of intentional homicide. Authorities say that in 2006, she killed her pregnant friend and her fetus, then later murdered the woman's three children. In exchange for her plea, prosecutors withdrew the death penalty and they gave her a minimum sentence of life without the possibility of parole. That September, Hall, of course, being the lovely person that she is, mm-hmm. moved to have her guilty plea withdrew. Of course she did. Um, but the judge, Milton Wharton, denied her request. And in 2012, she filed a petition for a post-conviction relief and asked for a new lawyer mm-hmm. because, you that know. That wasn't good. Mm-mm. He didn't get me off. Listen, it's everybody else. So, um, she said that he failed to properly investigate the fact that she is mentally ill, which we all could discover and did not need anybody to mm-hmm. investigate We could that. see they that. They said though, that they did the psych test or whatever and came back fine. They said her IQ was below normal. Mm-hmm. But. It was like at a 70, right? Yes. A little rough. Um, when a judge dismissed this petition, the fifth district appellate court remained uh they got the request and did further proceedings to it and that was done by judge zena cruz and in march 2015 cruz appointed a post-conviction counsel and in january 2016 the state moved to dismiss the lawyer's amended petition calling into question its proprietary insanity defense saying hall never alleged or said that she was coerced or um that this was involuntary and she never did have um any real claim to having ineffective counsel so i was looking at the national institute for health and care excellence scope okay called nice it's basically saying your iq if your iq is considered less than 70 you're considered uh mental mentally retarded but it's saying like uh, it's a heterogeneous condition. But I was like, yeah, this does not negate the fact she knew she was wrong. See, there's a difference between having a learning disability, being mentally retarded, but you know you're wrong. The fact that you planned this. But also too, you have to understand that when they are dealing with and they're looking at IQ, 
you will find that different demographics are going to score differently on IQ. Yeah. It's yes. the same thing like when you looked at standardized testing for SATs, ACTs. When you, it's like based upon the things that you learn. Yeah. And so just because she had a 70, yes, it may have been lower on that scale. Like she was still functioning. She yes. had children. Yes. She was out yeah. here in the world. She knew what working. she was she doing. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. That's not an and, and there are people who have a mental IQ in 70 and below, but they are seemingly some of the most intelligent mm-hmm. people. And my thing is that, you know, regardless of what she tested or whatever, she had a moral compass. Yes. She knew right well, wrong. She, she, which is she didn't compass. utilize that no, she moral compass. But, but she, she knew what was because she knew that when she went to the hospital to lie and say that the baby was hers. She knew to she, hide that dang on body. She knew to hide the body. She like she knew these things were um, wrong. Because mm-hmm. if it was really like, oh, I had a psychotic break or whatever the case may be, why are you lying? Right. Why do you mm-hmm. feel like you gotta cover it up? Right. You know, and then why do you do this big admission to your boyfriend when he gets to mm-hmm. telling him, Yeah, this actually ain't your baby. I killed my best friend and took her baby. But I'm thinking the reason why she did what she did was because of she harmed her baby, gave her baby a disability that that baby will now be fucked up for the rest of their natural born life. So now she feel like, okay, well, I feel like since I fucked up my baby, I need a replacement. I need a replacement. Or I feel like. Somebody like, how about go through the right- same shit that I'm going through right well, now. Or like, maybe you know, do right by your child that you messed up. Like, yes, your child is messed up. You want a child, then do your dang on best that you can for the one that you messed up. Mm-hmm. Like, put your efforts in your life to being the best parent that you now can be to this child that you have maimed for the rest of their life. Absolutely. Poor and, baby. you know, it's like, um, she, I don't know. Well, and because then you said, didn't you she, say that the that she, she really that she, did? She just she was never really pregnant, so the okay. whole telling him that she miscarried or whatever, we did find that out that you know that wasn't true. She faked the whole pregnancy because she was just trying to get her boyfriend to come home from the navy. Wild. So she did all of this simply because she wanted a baby and she wanted to give her her boyfriend a reason to come home from the navy. Oh, that's fucking selfish as fuck. Yep. So there's a little bit more into her court proceedings. Um, after they decided there there was nothing to prove that she had ineffective counsel, um, then Cruz uh, did not grant the request to continue communication with the, uh, her attorney regarding this amended petition. And in September 2016, the state filed a second motion to dismiss Hall's request for relief. Cruz granted that motion in 2017, prompting Hall to again appeal to the 5th District. So it went to a new justice. She just wasting taxpayer dollars and all kinds of stuff. But this went to James Moore, and he wrote um, his opinion of the appellate on January 3rd. And um, that at that point, Justice Judy Kate, uh, Katz, and Mark Bowie, um, they concurred and agreed with his original thought. Well, his now, what is this? We've gone through, what, four judges? But he also agreed, like, there's nothing here. Stop wasting our time. Go find something else to do. Go enjoy jail. Um, so according to the panel, the appellate center uh, centers on whether 
Hall's attorney failed to make necessary amendments to a petition, including available support at supporting evidence. So to refrain from that potential uh, meritus claim, so saying that there was something that was defective in her that would have led to being able to call her like mentally insane and ineffective for mm-hmm. counsel, like being able to receive counsel. So basically in this case, they point out that, um, so in this case, the state pointed the error out of the post-conviction counsel that the, the first motion was dismissed. The post-conviction counsel um, actually, even though she claimed they failed to demonstrate or even um, get a motion that could be sent forth, that it was not, her att- attorney didn't actually do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Cruz, which was the second judge that things went to, backed him up and then that was the end of it that was the end of all of her little so she please let me out she was claiming to have first she said she had ineffective counsel then she requested that her that it was appealed and that her life without parole would be reduced because of ineffectiveness of counsel Mm -hmm. then she asked after they had given their judgment and said no they weren't ineffective they did their job then she requested to have a post-conviction appellate like a like beyond the point of saying they messed up now i need you to look at well these things weren't right all saying that they were ineffective because they didn't fully test her to see if she was, was mentally, mentally handicapped or insane or whatever. So you have the sense enough mm-hmm. to, to keep do. doing all these appeals. Girl, baby, bye. You appeal, you got the sense enough to appeal that you ain't got sense to know. Honey. That you, honey. You could have not just done it. I. Wow, what a concept. Wait, like not do it? Wait, not murder my friend and not, steal her baby and yeah, kill her baby and you, not you, kill that, her kids. That's an option. You could have not done that at all. Oh, God you damn it. You Thank you for telling me. You could have avoided all, this all of that. Literally, you could have been living life. You would have been five somewhere in your 40s. Five people would have still been on this planet living their life great without you. On this floating damn rock. But here we are. Here we are. Because Tiffany Hall with her fucked up ponytail has to come <laughs> on over there. <laughs> It's gonna always go back to the ponytail. It is the ponytail. The ponytail was angry. That ponytail made her do all that crazy shit anyway. <laughs> hey, so after all the drama that she caused, um, she did end up with life in prison without the possibility of parole. So, yay, she got what she deserved. Well, I, I feel like she deserved. she deserved the electric chair, but yeah, but here since we are. they don't do that, <laughs> she got the best that we can do. They're going to do the best they can with what they got. Yep. But you know, the, the the family, they were very much so like... Relieved. They, yeah, they were like, we didn't um see the point of death penalty. They were like, taking her life wouldn't have equated to the five lives she's taken. And she like her stepmom, yeah, her stepmom was saying, um, basically, like, Elise, she, God is basically going to deal with her for what yep, she did. Yep, that's what she said. She was like, I like to leave justice in God's hands. Mm-hmm. That's so. a good way to be. I so, know, yeah. still it just sucks. Mm-hmm. But um, one of I'm not gonna say the beauty within anything because it's still a fucked up situation. But, but something a, a wrong that was committed was corrected. Yeah, uh, they exhumed the baby that was cut from Jamila, mm-hmm. 
and they uh actually uh exhumed Jamila to bury her with the baby and all of her siblings. So I feel like that's kind of like a together again type of thing, mm-hmm. but it's just still unfortunate that the all of them innocent souls oh, so died at the hands of her because of envy. Yeah, yeah envy and, and stupidity, envy, stupidity, jealousy, callousness, and not only that, like all of this because she was unable to deal with what her life was, with the mess that she created. That she created. Mm-hmm. My thing is that here you are, you talking about still another baby, you want another baby, but you weren't even doing what you were supposed to do for the kids you had. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you, who beats a two-month-old to the what point could a two-month-old of have long-term done? cry? Because that's what they do. Like, but to the point of long-term disabilities, like I saw somewhere where they said that kid is now seven and um, can barely make audible noises and still has to wear a diaper. That's so sad. Um, But the thing is that they beat her to that point and then saw fit to give the child back. Which makes no sense. And shame on them. Shame on that justice system. Matter of fact, shame on the justice system, period. But come on, these are people who, like, this baby lost its life. The one baby lost his life. The other baby is disabled for the rest of their... They don't have a quality of life now. They will never be able to, you know, enjoy things and do all of this all because of the mom was just... I do want to give a shout out again to the East St. Louis police, though, because they be solving these cases. They do. They need to go get some classes, honey. They they, they, they do. They, mm-hmm. they coming two for two so far. <laughs> they ain't they, letting no time. They ain't letting no grass no, grow up underneath. They think they're going. Yeah, mm-hmm. this one was done, solved, and closed, what, within two weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the murder? that was quick, even though they had to have a blues clues. But, yeah. you know, that's okay. Because they did I mean, their job. They, they were investigating. They don't know everything. They yeah, don't know true, what the, true, true. Uh, no one knows what Bird was doing. But if you go on to search somebody's house, you searching everywhere. Mm-hmm. I feel like... Because if y'all was doing a drug raid, you opening every drawer, every cabinet, everything. I you searching to, for kids and you're not going to search But I don't think nobody's searching for no kid in a washer and dryer. I'm searching every nook and cranny. So I'm going to tell you, I watch a lot of the Law and Order. And I, you know, so, you know, they searching stuff. You see them toss drawers when they're looking for like little bits of evidence, guns, weapons, and stuff like that. I have never witnessed when I've lost Law and Order anybody search a washer and dryer. I will say this: hmm. when we were kids playing hide and seek, the washer was my favorite place to hide. Oh. So that's why I say my I'm searching every nook and cr- anywhere oh. that a kid can fit. I used to like to go in the cabinet. Exactly, I would be in the closet, the pantry, something like that. I think I just think if I'm playing hide and seek, my mama would have been like, "Girl, get your goddamn ass out right. the washing machine." It, it <laughs> was the best spot, though. It was the best. Was nobody looked at I was the only one that could fit in there too. Oh my god! I forgot <laughs> you were very little. I was, so, I was. So Mary was extremely <laughs> <no>. little as a child. <laughs> but really, though, you know, like, um, like you say, just getting classes, and I think just for further education. I'm sure that after this case. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's ever a missing kids case, I bet you they searching everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right, searching I, everything. Every Shit, thing. if they looking under houses, yeah, true. they can look in for the people. And dry. They can look in the washer and dryer. You know mm-hmm. how much it takes to look under a house, especially if it's not one of those houses that has 
Like a crawl space or something. Yeah, like like my old house did how it had that that fence Mm -hmm. and you could just pull it out and go under the house. Like they probably gonna start doing shit like that. Well, they probably already are now, but yeah, because you gotta think this was back in like 2006. So I'm sure that um uh it sucks. But unfortunately, stuff like this is a it's a, a live and learn. Like yep. you know, you you learn and from I'm sure experience. They, you you have to think about it though, how dramatic and traumatic that case was. I'm sure they ain't never seen no shit like that. Nothing like that. Imagine because, what they felt like or saw when they saw when them babies and them men getting the, or the police officers because I'm sure it was men and women, but getting those babies out, out of the washer, washer and dryer. And, and that they had she had two of them were naked and one still had on underwear. So you have to, th- like you said, the traumatic experience of opening this up and seeing kids stuffed in there. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Kids that's been dead for, what, going on four or five days now. Yeah. So they beyond rigor mortis at this point. They breaking down. Um. Yeah, so this concludes the unfortunate case of Jamila Tunstall and her children and Tiffany Hall. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, reach out to us on MarkedInTheMidwest at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at MarkedInTheMidwest.com. We also have a TikTok now. MarkedInTheMidwest. <laughs> and we're on Instagram, which is linked to our TikTok. So make sure that you are following us on everything. Make sure you are commenting, sending us emails with suggestions, what mm-hmm. you want to hear, what content Feedback. you want to see. Mm-hmm. And we will see you all or talk to you all next week. Please don't murder your friends. Don't, don't murder do your friends. Don't, do don't murder anybody. Matter yeah, right, just listen. don't do that. Just just go, talk to the Lord. If you're thinking yeah. about it, go to therapy. Yeah, just just yeah. We we got lists of therapists we too. If, you, if you want that. So yeah, if you want to do that, just just let us know. Uh, you don't <laughs> gotta you ain't gotta tell your name. Murder is not the way. But adios, friends. Bye. Bye.